0: hello everybody welcome to today's edition of 302 sports talk we are average joe nation i am ben hatch today joined by
1: jeff how's it going ben
0: it's going pretty good
1: good
0: anything exciting in your life
1: Just the Lakers getting ready to lock down a championship tomorrow. I mean, that's, that's about it right now.
0: I know. They're looking good. Did you see that they're going to wear those black Mamba uniforms?
1: Yes. Yes, I did. And they're undefeated. They're coming out with that Mamba mentality.
0: All right. You're a big, uh, well, more a LeBron fan than Laker fan, correct?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Okay. Um did you do you feel like they're bringing back the black mamba uniform specifically for tomorrow because they are very confident they're going to close it out Um you know
1: I heard so going back to game 4 I heard that LeBron sent a text to the team um the morning the morning of the game basically saying guys i know we're up 2-1 but this is a must win for us and I think they're kind of coming out with that same mentality again that, I mean, I don't think they take those uniforms lightly. I think when they put them on, they expect right. to come out and win. Right. Um, so I think they're thinking, once again, this is going to be, you know, must-win game for them. Uh, don't want to give any life to Jimmy Butler, the Miami Heat. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I, I, I mean, I think it has to do with honoring Kobe too. I mean, how cool would that be to be able to win – the NBA championship um, in that uniform, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to see what happens tomorrow. Yeah,
0: I definitely agree with you that it would be really cool and fitting for them to win the championship this year. You know, in big part to Obi, um, you know, super tragic how he died, and um, just really affected the NBA both when he was playing and obviously since. Since his death, um, greatly, greatly impacted the NBA. And well, there's, there were a lot of emotions right when he had passed away and they canceled the games for the day. They emotional yeah, and yeah. they came back. And so.
1: Yeah, um, it's kind of like, um, you know, they're kind of emerging from the darkness of Kobe's death from the beginning of the year. And then you add COVID and all that. Um, to what 2020 has been, um, so they're hoping that this will kind of bring some hope back to the city of LA.
0: Yeah, yeah. So let's see. Last uh, since we last talked, Bam Adebayo was out, and Goran Dragic yep. was out with injuries. Bam played in Game Four, but. Yep. Or did he play in game three, two? I think it was just game four.
1: Just game four. He came back for. Yep.
0: Yep. Um, so since we last talked, Jimmy Butler went off, had an amazing triple-double, led the yeah. Heat to an impressive 115-104 to 104 victory.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then game four comes around. Before the game, it's announced that Bam Adebayo, a Bayou. He's coming back. He's going to be a good amount of minutes. He looked good. But the Lakers came and won 102-96. to What do you think, Ben, for this coming game, game five? Do you think that Bam Adebayo is going to be, assuming he plays, it sounds like he's probably going to be playing again. Yeah. Maybe not 100%, but I think he definitely adds height that the Heat need. Do you think he'll be enough to... Stop the Lakers from winning and winning the series 4-1. Uh,
1: ah, man, that's tough. Um, I look at like I'm looking at uh Bam Meadow Bio's numbers right now. Um from this last game, just kind of seeing what his effect was on the game. Thirty-three minutes, six for eight, um, seven rebounds, one assist, fifteen points. I mean, that's that's pretty solid. That's not really his normal output. So, yeah, I think he's still hurt. Um, but he probably has his legs back underneath him, and he's going to come out. Um, I mean, they're in desperation mode right now. It's win or go home. So, yeah, I think they're going to come out, and they're going to throw uh, their best haymaker that they've got. Um, I felt like they kind of did that. In Game Four, anyway, um, the Lakers kind of had to scrap and and take an ugly win, um, even though they didn't really look that awesome. Um, but sometimes you don't always win pretty; it's just just about the win. So I'm hoping that they'll that it'll be a high-scoring game. Um, game Four was a little bit slower, like say 102-96, kind of a low-scoring game for the NBA. But no, I. I, I definitely think Bam Adebayo is going to have a big impact and it sounds like Gordon Dragic probably won't be playing still. If that's if that's right.
0: Uh, I haven't heard anything different, so I would assume I haven't
1: so heard anything good. different. Yeah. It's a calf injury, right? If I'm uh, not mistaken.
0: It's like a, a patellar tendon issue or something.
1: Yeah. Think, yeah.
0: Um, outside of the podcast, I think we discussed that if, we're, if we remember right, that was the same injury or same area of the body that was hurt. And Grant was hurt a few years ago in the finals. Exactly. Yeah. Came back came. a little bit too early. And mm-hmm. as soon as he came back, he tore his
1: Achilles tendon. Yep. So. And he's trying. I mean, he warmed up for game four, but just, I mean, didn't look right. And they didn't want to risk it. So.
0: I With this series, I feel like, and I know I said this last time, but I really just feel like the Lakers' height gives them so much more of an advantage over the Heat this series. i oh, yeah, felt oh, yeah. that throughout the whole season. Obviously, Anthony Davis, Dwight Howard, JaVale McGee, who hasn't played. I don't think he's played this series, maybe a few garbage minutes. But, I mean, it's just difficult to do height when both Two of those three um, I'm looking to see if Jimmy Butler can have his game three of performance, is I think I'll probably bowl it. Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: it'll be yeah. interesting to see what Bam, at a, or sorry, not Bam, Jimmy Butler, what he'll be able to do. I think he's definitely going to come out with um, with fire underneath him. Uh game three he was telling lebron you're you're in trouble, so uh he's got that spark that could that could definitely get the heat going for game five um but yeah, I think hopefully both teams just leave it all out on the court Mhm
0: so assuming the Lakers win tomorrow um and they finish off the series, who would you think gonna be the MVP?
1: So I've heard a lot of rumblings about Anthony Davis possibly being the finals MVP over LeBron this year, Um, which I could have seen happen, except game three, he kind of put out a clunker. He only had like 15 points, five points a half. And I mean, if you're going to be the finals MVP, that's probably not what you want to do. Um, The only way I would see him winning it over LeBron is if LeBron has a clunker in game five and Anthony Davis comes out and drops 40 and looks unstoppable, um, then I could see him winning it. But my prediction is probably LeBron's going to win his his fourth finals MVP and uh, become the first NBA player to win three three different championships um, with three different teams, and and three different MVPs. so It'll be fun to watch, definitely. What about you, Ben? Who do you think is going to win it?
0: See, I'm kind of leaning towards Anthony Davis. Um, Obviously, LeBron has the resume. He's got the overall talent to be able to make plays, make plays for himself, make plays for others. Um, But I'm learning right now, Anthony Davis, let's see, game three... He shot seventy five percent from the field, one hundred percent from three. you know his rebound numbers aren't super high, but you expect they've been him. really
1: low yeah
0: um but in each he's not shooting he's i don't see an average from the series, but um he's shooting above a fifty percent from three. He's got 22 points, 15 points, 32 points, 34 points, and 27, or the 27 is from Denver. It's showing me kind of the last five games. I, I would kind of give it to him. I think he makes a big difference. I think LeBron is obviously LeBron, but I think the Lakers are definitely not as strong and as favored without Anthony Davis. Um, I think it'll be close, but I'm going to give the nod with me, Dave, for this
1: one. Interesting, interesting.
0: So let's get into some buy or sell. Speaking of the L.A. teams, Jeff, would you buy or sell that two L.A. area teams will win championships
1: this year? Well, you've got the Lakers, who are super close, one game away. Um, So that's one of your championships. Um then you've got the Dodgers who are uh who are the favorites, I think, to win the World Series this year. Um, and then just with the number of teams that Los Angeles has anyway, I'm going to buy that LA will have two teams win a championship this year.
0: Would you buy that three LA area teams are going to win a championship?
1: Uh as much as I want to say yes, I'm going to have to sell. (laughs) I don't think that'll happen. (laughs) Not unless my Trojans make make some noise and slip into the college football playoff.
0: (laughs) Which we'll get into in a few minutes, but um, I think obviously the Lakers are I'd say it's pretty much a guarantee the Lakers are going to win the NBA Finals. So we've got one pretty much set in stone already. Yeah. Dodgers are looking good, definitely looking good, and like you said, favored to win the the um, MLB World Series. I'm gonna say that I'm gonna sell. I think just the likelihood of you know how many teams there are other than the Dodgers that are still in it right now, mm-hmm. and Uh, We're going to talk about the Pac-12 in a little bit, but I'm I'm just not sure that I see USC maybe even making it into the playoffs.
1: Um, I'm going to sell. Sell. Yep. So then tell me this. Okay. LeBron is one win away from becoming the goat. Buy or sell.
0: Make your point. I, I don't, like break, my heart, don't break my about heart about this because you're a lebron fan make your point and then <laughs> and then i'll kind of bounce off that
1: okay okay um so obviously in the goat conversation michael jordan's there and then lebron is trying to catch up my argument is lebron is probably going to end up With the most point total in the NBA. I believe he's third right now behind Kareem Abdul Jabbar and the mailman um, Stockton. Or no, not Stockton. Carl Malone. Crap. Carl Malone. That's why I'm not a Jazz fan. No.
0: Um, (laughs) It's okay. Ty's not here.
1: (laughs) Ty's not here. Yeah. We just. I think LeBron, he's going to win his third championship for his for um, his third team, um, probably going to win the finals MVP. And I mean, in my opinion, Ben would mm-hmm. dif- disagree with that one. Um, so yeah, and then he's going to be top 10 in assists. I mean, yeah, you do have the record where he's lost six NBA finals, but he's also one of, I think, three players to ever to reach 10 NBA finals in his career. I mean, you look at Jerry West, he's got eight or nine NBA finals losses and he's the logo. So um I'm gonna yeah I mean I would I would definitely say with with another championship that's a championship with the Lakers, the Cavs, and Miami, I would take him as they go. But what do you think, Ben?
0: So you're buying, I'm gonna sell. You're gonna and sell. The, the main reason I'm gonna sell is I feel like LeBron is still, and always has been throughout his whole career, he's been chasing. Mm-hmm. He's been chasing. I feel like even you know, five years ago or whatever, when he was with the Heat, he was winning those championships with them. I think even after his championship run in Cleveland, I feel like he's always been very clearly trying to get ahead of Michael Jordan I don't know at one point I would feel like he goes above Michael Jordan as far as the greatest of all time but I feel like he's his whole career he's just been chasing and chasing and chasing Michael Jordan that I don't really feel like he's going to get that off his back okay um, I feel like you know he's in LA he kind of made the move to LA To bring a championship back to LA, but I think a lot of people, and kind of myself included, kind of felt like he went to LA because it was an easier route to win the NBA Finals. And granted, he did it in Cleveland; definitely deserves credit of that. But I just feel like he's just chasing too much, so I'm gonna sell. Sell.
1: Yep.
0: Oh man. So, buy or sell Miami. They've got Jimmy Butler, they've I don't know that you'd really call him a star, but Andre Iguodala. I believe Goran Dragic is going to be a, a free agent after this season. Buy or sell that Miami will land another star player this summer.
1: I am going to buy. I think Miami is once again a top destination. They have a team that Overachieved and reached the NBA finals. And I think there are going to be some wandering eyes, even from some that have said um that they're planning on staying with their teams. I'm talking about Giannis, possibly.
0: <laughs> I was thinking um, you were headed that direction.
1: I'm thinking Giannis. I could also see so John Wall at one point was was a superstar too. I mean, he's had injuries, yada, yada, yada. He's coming back. He's looking pretty good from some tapes that I've seen. I can see a John Wall, a Bradley Beal jumping over. Um, Maybe Miami uh, convinces Chris Paul to um, renegotiate his contract, and then they can pick him up, or maybe some kind of a trade there. I'm going to buy, definitely.
0: I think that's a good choice. I'm gonna buy as well. I think some of the names you mentioned, I I would like Bradley Beal. I think that would be kind of fun. Um, Chris Paul, I know that's a, so I'm a sucker for uh, kind of potent, hypothetical trade ideas. Um, you know, those articles that float around. There are so many Chris Paul hypothetical trades apparently it seems like there's a lot of interest in him personally i feel like he's a little too old he's making too much money to to make that move i feel like that could be detrimental to your long-term um kind of financial situation as a team but obviously he's an option um I wonder, I've heard that Houston could blow it up. They got rid of Mike Dantoni. Um, you know, they've been trying to make things work with Harden, but I mean, again, this season they don't really look, they didn't really look that great in the playoffs. Um, I don't know if something changes there. I don't really have any other ideas of who it might be, but I'm definitely buying. I think they're going to make a big, heavy move. <clears throat>
1: Devin Booker?
0: <coughs> no, 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 no. Devin Booker is going to be maybe the greatest Suns player of all time.
1: Okay, okay. Um,
0: we can get into that another day.
1: We'll get into that one another day. <laughs> oh, okay, man. Um,
0: specifically, greatest of all times – Zach Wilson, the quarterback for BYU, oh. is looking like maybe the greatest quarterback of all time at BYU. There's been a lot of talk about him, specifically, let me pull up his stats, because I looked at them today, and I was, I, I watched all of his games, but I did not realize his numbers were this impressive. He has thrown 71 pass and he's been 60 of them. 60 out of 71. 0.845 percentage. For 930 yards, he's only one pick, six touchdowns. There's a lot of people that I think are starting to pay attention to his name. Are you going to buy or sell that Zach Wilson will first round pick next season?
1: Sell, 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 sell. Really? <laughs> I mean, I am a known BYU hater, so, I mean, it might be coming from that. Um, I looked at Todd McShay's draft board. It looks like they have him at number five right now. Um, I mean, quarterbacks do go early and often, so, but I don't I, – I see Zach Wilson as maybe an early to mid-second rounder. Um. Maybe, I mean, people will look at him and think, oh, wow, he's he, he played really well this year, yada, yada, yada. But you also have to look at the the level of competition that BYU is playing against.
0: Definitely. Um,
1: I mean, you'll have Boise State. That'll be a good test for them. Um, but other than that...
0: Your boys, Boise
1: State. GoPro! No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean... It, We'll have to see. I mean, it also depends on how the other quarterbacks uh, play this year. I mean, you'll have Justin Fields coming back from Ohio State, and it sounds like Trevor Lawrence has been playing pretty well for Clemson. Um, Do I think he can improve on his draft stock? Definitely. Um, With the combine and everything coming along, I, I just don't see the first round, but I would definitely buy him in the second.
0: Okay, this one, for me, I'm kind of going back and forth. Um, I don't even know the last time that a BYU player was picked in the first round. Um, so that would be really impressive. He was a junior this year. So for me, the big question would be, does he leave this year or, you know, depending on what Mm. he hears from teams, would he try and go another year, finish his senior year at BYU, and then enter the draft? I would not be surprised if he continues with the success to enter this year's draft. And like you said, uh, they recently added Boise State, San Diego State, they've got Houston coming up on their schedule. Those three teams are probably Maybe the best game we'll play all season, so it'll be that'll be a good test, a good kind of measuring stick to see where he's really at. Um, Yeah. I at the moment I'm going to buy, but uh, (laughs) I'm very hesitant to buy. Um, Like you said, okay. You know, there's there's some quarterbacks ahead of him, but uh, it's important for teams to get a quarterback. You want to see a little more draft, so. Yeah, we'll see. Definitely. We'll see. All right. talk Talking back, going back to the USC topic, buy or sell that the Pac-12 will get into the college football playoff. I'll start out with this one. <sighs> okay. I, I am selling like there is no tomorrow. I Ouch. I just I'm a I'm an Arizona State fan, so maybe this is me following Pac a little bit too closely. Maybe um you know I'm just not reading the right stuff, but I just don't feel like the Pac-12 is in a good state right now. I feel like you're definitely gonna get someone from the SEC in. I feel like you're definitely gonna get very likely Clemson, although with Notre Dame playing in their conference this year. Maybe Notre Dame could take Clemson's spot. Um, then you got the Big Ten. I think probably Ohio State is the front runner to take um, a spot from there. And I just feel like with seven teams on the schedule, there's not going to be enough sample size. I feel like the playoff committee is going to choose either another strong SEC team or add both clemson and notre dame into the um, playoff schedule so i don't see a pac-12 team making an in and i am selling
1: you know i'm selling to um the pac-12 oh, man as much as it kills me i want usc to be able to make it into the college football playoff this year but the pac-12 just doesn't have enough or a big enough sample size i think for the committee to pick them It does help that Texas and Oklahoma are losing, but then, you know, they just reload. They've got Oklahoma State climbing. So I'm going to sell on this one. All right.
0: Moving on to the NFL. The NFL today announced that the Tennessee Titans game that I believe is against the Buffalo Bills is going to be postponed. The Tennessee Titans, I think, are up to... Some of the teams as far as the 20s, so that's one team that definitely has an outbreak. Um, there's a few teams kind of here and there. Stephen Gilmore, I think that's his first name. The Patriots, um, tested positive recently, too. Cam Newton's going to be out for a little bit longer because he tested positive this last weekend. Buy or sell with more positive COVID test that nfl will like shut down before the ends.
1: See, I'm going to buy this right now just because of how everything is trending. I don't think it's going to be a permanent shutdown. I think it might be uh maybe hiatus uh maybe a couple weeks, I don't know. Uh, maybe they'll just reboot it back up, maybe they'll try some form of a bubble. Um but I am going to buy into this.
0: I'm leaning towards selling, although buying is very tempting at this point. Um, recently, the Oakland Raiders, who had a charity event, several of their players were caught on camera without wearing masks out in public. Tennessee, I think I saw that they they shut down their team practices. However, the players decided on their own, hey, let's go practice somewhere else. Oh. and. They're still getting more positive tests coming down. I maybe it's just the NFL. I know there's a lot of criticism for Roger Goodell how oh, he's handled a lot of handled a lot of things during his time as commissioner. So maybe they don't really have a great plan. Um, I think I said I was going to sell, but I think right now I'm looking for buying. I'm really just dipping on it. I just, just for um, you know what's going to happen if more cases come out, but you never know, you never know. So I'm right now going to buy. Ask me again in five minutes. Cam Newton will sell a long-term deal with the Patriots. I'm
1: going to buy this one. Um, just looking at that Monday night game where Cam was out with COVID. You had, I think it was Brian Hoyer, and uh, I can't remember the other quarterback's name, but... Straight on. they moved. Yeah, they moved the ball decently well. They just couldn't get it in the end zone. And I think Cam Newton was watching that game thinking, whoo, I'm about to make a lot of money. Because, <laughs> uh, I mean, they thought one of those two guys was going to be the guy going into the season, and I think they're looking at it like, oh, we avoided disaster by signing Cam Newton. Cam's looked really good this year. I don't think it'll happen at, you know, at this point in the season, maybe at the end, uh, he might get, you know, maybe like a three-year deal for uh, a big chunk of money, but I'm going to buy definitely.
0: I'm leaning towards selling. Cam Newton's kind of getting a little bit older. Um, He used to play more of a style where he hit a lot. He takes a lot of heavy contact. I think, I feel like Bill Belichick knows what he's doing. I don't think he's an idiot. Do I think he's as good of a coach without Tom Brady? No. But I think Bill Belichick is going to say, you know, I could see him resigning. I don't think it's going to be a long-term deal. That's why I'm selling. Um, I think maybe like a one, two-year deal for a good chunk of money for Cam. And then I think the Patriots will send him on his way. and Into retirement. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Green Bay Packers drafted a quarterback in this year's NFL draft. Maybe Aaron Rodgers to... Oh,
1: no. Please, no. Please, no. (laughs) No,
0: I don't want that either,
1: but I'm going to say I can see it. No, I can definitely see that.
0: All right, Jeff. On the way out, let's do some upset alert picks of the week. This week, I've got Arkansas versus Auburn. Arkansas shut down to be State's really explosive offense with Mike Leach. Um, I don't think that Auburn has looked very good. They got blown out by was it Georgia? Georgia, yep. Georgia, yep. That's what I was thinking. One, I don't think Auburn looked very good. And two, Arkansas, I think is probably a better team than I think a lot of people are expecting. I think they're very underrated. I'm going with Arkansas to beat Auburn this week.
1: So I've got Alabama being upset by Ole Miss. And the only reason I'm thinking that is because Ole Miss has risen up a couple of times, and they've knocked off a highly ranked Alabama. Um, The other X factor is Ole Miss's new head coach, uh, USC's old head coach, Lane Kiffin also an ex-offensive coordinator with Alabama Um, it's been documented how much Nick Saban did not like Lane Kiffin um, from his time there in Alabama I think he got the job done but but Nick Saban didn't care much for him he said I think he said one time that it's like having a child in the room (laughs) so (laughs) Lane Kiffin knows how to get under people's skin um, he's coached a few teams as as a head coach to some upsets. Um, I think he knows Alabama through and through. Obviously, maybe not these particular players, but he knows what Nick Saban's tendencies might be. And I'm thinking um, that, that Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss are going to come up with the upset this week.
0: Is it just all about USC with you?
1: <laughs> At least USC ties. I mean, it, it. I mean, my pick didn't have anything to do really with this current USC team.
0: But, but ultimately, it came down to your USC fandom.
1: That's where I glean all my sports knowledge is <laughs> from watching USC games and coaches that, that move on and this and that. So, yeah, I guess so.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining part one of this Week's episode part two is coming up with Jeff and Ty. I'm going to talk some more sports. I'm gonna have a good one. four is Jeff and Ty. Welcome back, back in to.
2: 302 sports talk we are at average joe average joe nation and this is ty and jeff what's up jeff how's it going doing good how are you doing ty i'm doing good i'm watching my, my cougs right now not playing as sharply as they as it could be but i still think we're gonna come out with the win but Makes me a little bit more ner- nervous for next week, but we'll. Uh, <laughs> they we'll, got the we'll Houston
1: them. Houston rolling into town, right?
2: Yeah. Well, uh, they'll be going there. They'll, they'll be going into India. Oh, uh, you're going
1: to yeah. Houston. Oh, gotcha. Houston. Gotcha.
2: So it'll be interesting. I'm hoping that they don't. Uh, um, they don't make. They don't make it harder on themselves after this. It's just. Not looking too, seriously too right now. <laughs> you want them rolling headed into that game? Yeah, seriously, especially after how, how they looked this last week or just a couple days ago. So,
1: yeah, um,
2: I'm interested to see what they do. All right, Jeff, let's let's jump jump into it here. So we had game five of the NBA of the NBA fight. Finals last night. Um the Miami Heat ended up getting the win. Was what was it? It was 108, 106, right? Is that what it was?
1: Something like that, that, yep.
2: Yeah. Um, so what are your thoughts on game five and what can the Lakers do um in game six to to close this thing out and get the win? You know, uh, it was a good game.
1: Um, down the stretch. I mean, the whole game, I don't think I ever doubted that the Lakers were going to lose. Uh, I mean, they had the Mamba jerseys on. I thought they were going to go for it and get the W, especially where they had the last 13 sec, the um, the ball with the last 20-some seconds left on the clock. Um, not that I want to blame the refs, but... Um, they did come out, the NBA last two-minute report for game five came out, said Butler should have been called for a foul on LeBron at one minute, one second, and Iguodala should have been called for a defensive three seconds at 28 seconds. So That was the Lakers' last possession. But you can't, I mean, it's not all on the refs. I mean, if they really wanted to win that one, they, they should have taken care of business. I really felt like they did a really poor job on Duncan Robinson, Every time that he got the ball, it went in from three-point line. Uh, they fouled him a couple times, um, and then Jimmy Butler did Jimmy Butler things. Um, and it all—I mean, could the Lakers have pulled it off? Yes, they could have, um, but they didn't. So we're moving on to Game Six. We'll see what happens there. <laughs> did you get to catch any of the game at all?
2: I listened to it while I was at work, and it was really interesting. It seemed like that the refs were calling a lot of like ticky-tack fouls, but not yeah. so much like the bigger ones. When it really came down to it, they seemed like like at the end they just kind of they swallowed their on their rough whistles, and they were like, "Well, <laughs> let's just uh let them let these boys play." And you know, they really honestly didn't call a whole lot of fouls at the end. And so, I mean, like I didn't wa- watch it, so I didn't see it live like like you did, but. It was frustrating because it felt
1: like they, like you say, they weren't calling the big fouls, especially down the stretch, not just for the Lakers, but for Miami as well. Um, there were a couple things there that you know kind of made me, you know, I was screaming at the TV for a little bit there. Yeah. Um, the big thing from that game is that LeBron had the ball for that last possession. And a lot of people are calling him out right now saying that he should have taken the final shot. I I don't really think so. Um, he was driving into the lane, and literally they threw a triple team at him. Could he have tried to go for the shot? Sure, maybe. I doubt it would have gone in. He found a wide-open Danny Green from the three-point line, and I I mean, I think you have to live with that shot. You know, you can't get much better of a look than that, but I, I don't know. Do you think LeBron should have taken that final shot? I don't know if you saw the clip of it or not, but...
2: I. I didn't, but I think he he should have. He's the guy that okay. um, he's like in, in my mind. He's he's the he's the guy that should take the last shot on mm-hmm. that on that L A team. Like really, besides LeBron and, and AD, it's just kind of like this cast of you know like this these guys that have been good before, but haven't really played up to their. Um, up, up to the bill that they they had like um, in their careers, kind of guys like like Dwight Dwight Howard and, yeah. and Rondo. Yeah, and Rajon Rondo, Ron, Rondo, and then yeah, like 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 really, it's just LeBron and AD. So and, and AD was was hurt. So I mean, I, I think it absolutely yeah. should it should have been LeBron. It should have been in LeBron's hands. It should have been nowhere near uh, Markeith Morris. And... Yeah. I mean, you have to credit Miami's defense, though,
1: because I'm, I mean, I'm with you. I want Le- the ball in LeBron's hands. I don't necessarily say that he should definitely take the final shot. Yeah. Um, If there's somebody who's wide open for a lay in or somebody who has an open three, I would say, yeah, maybe pass it that way, depending on what your situation is. But like you say, you got to credit Miami's defense. They knew it was coming. Eric Spolster knew it was coming. And so they threw the, Literally, it was a triple team as LeBron was driving. I'm like, holy cow! Um, so, and that that was the difference in the game.
2: Mm. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was interesting. Like, um, like Marquise Morris, like he kind of had a G.R. Smith, Jr. Smith moment oh, there. <laughs> I know. It was just kind of like he didn't realize what was going on, and oh man, I, I, like I'm again, like I'm not. I'm not a Lakers fan, but I just, but it was like, it was kind of like, it was, it was hard to see him lose like that though. It was kind of, you like, you want to see it know. like go out on a high, high note and not to some, on like on some fluke play where like, where one player yeah. realized what was going, going on. I tell you, so, that was probably the closest I've come
1: to swearing in front of my in-laws. <laughs> <laughs> when he threw that, he just, I mean, there was nobody. And he just hooked the ball out of bounds. <laughs> what are you doing and literally during the game he had three or four plays like that where he overthrew the ball um one turned out to be a steal for Miami the other luckily we were able to get a couple of them back but that was the key one and that just oh yeah. that killed us so
2: so with game six um what do you think the Lakers need to do to keep it um or to, or to win the and win the series and get LeBron's fourth ring um, uh-huh. And what and what do the Heat need need to do um, to win or to force a Game Seven? For the Lakers, I
1: think the key is having a body. Well, not just a body. Having LeBron on Jimmy Butler at all times, and if not LeBron, then your next best defender. I mean, they cannot let him get to the basket. I felt like they were switching under way too much, with which left him wide open shots. Um, and then the other thing is, keep somebody in front of Duncan Robinson. Do not let him catch the ball. <laughs> yeah. Because he, if he catches it and he has just an ounce of of air, he's taking the shot and he's going to make it. Yeah. Um, other than that, I felt like bam out of bio they they kept him in check pretty well um tyler hero it kind of feels like the moment's almost a little too big for him he hasn't been playing super well the last couple games um but i think that's the key um shut down not i mean you don't have to shut down jimmy butler completely but keep him bottled up yeah uh, limit his game making ability or his playmaking abilities and then don't give up those easy threes from duncan robinson
2: yeah I, I agree like I just from listening to it last night it seemed like um unlike Duncan Robinson whenever he had the ball it was basically an automatic three basically why like, it should just give uh, give give yeah. the points to, to the heat and yeah that was interesting and but I think another thing they need to do is I think that they need to force the ball into into bam bam right to bam out of bio's hands because yeah. he was making a lot of mistakes he was like yeah like it seemed like the like you were saying with the What's his name? Hero, um, the, yeah, the moment Tyler was just, Hero. yeah, it was just, it was just a little bit too, was was too big for, for him there there at the end. He's making a lot of, a lot of er- errors there toward, toward, towards the end. So I so I feel like the Lakers need to keep it in his hands as much as they can, in order to close it out. All right, um, we'll move on next to some college some college games and i have to own up to a really bad pick that i made <laughs> that week because texas a&m ended up beating my guys um and trask and um and uh and i i just didn't expect, expect that that was a huge upset and so yeah, I'm going up to that Down one. the Gators, huh? Yep, the Gators are down. <laughs> what can you do, man? What can you do? <laughs> I think we
1: all had a couple of iffy picks. I mean, last week in the NFL and and in college, I was looking through some of them was like, crap, I'm pretty sure I picked them to win. I'm pretty sure I picked them to
2: win. <laughs> Didn't go our way.
1: So this yeah, is the week. This it, is the yeah. week we're going to turn around.
2: Yeah, and just also just as a side side note, I'm I'm currently I'm film, we're 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 doing this and I'm watching the on uh, the BYU game and BYU just scored a few minutes ago, and I'm pretty sure that right. the, um, that, that the catch that was made is a Sports Center top 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 ten catch. It was pretty amazing. It was it was pretty amazing. <laughs> like, like my guy, and my was bull- that when
1: you made that really loud gasp.
2: That's yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I got that.
2: Like my guy no Zach, he uh, he threw it into the back back of the end zone. It was on fourth and goal. Threw it into the back of the end zone, and, the, and there was three guys around this um around the guy that got it. And uh, he ended up he um, he ju- jumped up, and he's taller than all the other guys, and he caught caught it. And I don't know how he can came, came down in bounds with it, but he, but he did. So, that was pretty interesting. So, all right. So, the first game that we're going to pick is Oklahoma State against Bay- Baylor. Um. So, so, Jeff, who do you have winning in this one? I mean, I'm going to take Oklahoma State. They're
1: probably the top dog in the Big 12 right now. Um, Baylor, I don't know much about, honestly, but uh, I'm going to take the Cowboys in this one.
2: I think so too. I I think that uh, um, that Oklahoma State their um, their defense is 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 pretty good, and I think that their offense is one of the best in the nation. And so I think I think that, that they win it pretty like maybe, maybe not in a in a blowout, but just in a nice just a nice win for them. I, I think that they'll it'll be a pretty easy win. Um, let's see. And then the next game is UCF and Mint and and, and and Memphis. Ugh. Can't can't get that one that one out today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're good. Um, I'm gonna take UCF. UCF just came off of that tough loss um, last week. Um, uh, it's escaping me who they lost to. do you remember Ty? It was Tulsa I
2: believe Tol- Tulsa. Tulsa
1: that's right Tulsa took him down. So coming off of a loss UCF doesn't normally lose. I think they're going to be come out motivated to take down the Tigers.
2: I think so too. I think that UCF they made a lot of it, like they, they just didn't play a very a very uh, um, it just was very it, it wasn't a very like sharp game for them. Which is weird because mm-hmm. I feel like they usually come out and play like really sharp a lot of the time, but like they're making a lot of like mental mistakes for whatever reason. I don't I don't know why, but uh, yeah, I I like them a lot in this game. I think that they'll that they'll ba- bounce back from their loss this last week and they'll end up and they'll 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 take care uh, they'll they'll take care of business. Um, this next game that we that we got is a pretty bit big one, probably the biggest game of the week. And it's georgia and and uh and alabama um two mm-hmm. two of the of pro- probably the two that will that will face um face off in the sec sec final um so who do you have winning this on this game jeff
1: well in part one of this episode i picked alabama to lose to old miss today game hasn't happened yet um, if that prediction is true I'm gonna take Alabama in this one they're gonna come out motivated Nick Saban's gonna have them ready to take down the Bulldogs
2: I like Alabama and this this one too I think that I think Georgia is good and they have a good they have a good team they have a good defense but I think that on that uh on Alabama we just will Will just be too much. I think it'll be your your guy's probably his second start, maybe his first in this game. So that's kind of a rough game to go into. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I like the Tide. Um, the next game we got is LSU versus Flor Florida. Who's just off of the the upset today? Um, who do you like winning this game? So it looks like both LSU and Florida. Oh yeah, that's great. this week.
1: Sure,
2: that's right. Um, I think Florida's
1: the the more polished, well-rounded off team. Um, I think I'm going to take Florida in this one.
2: I think, uh, I, I think, I think so too. I, I mean, I like LSU, and I like, I like, Co- I like, I like Coach O. Joe. Coach go! And I like, oh, yeah. go. <laughs> I think he should have been been at USC, but. Uh, oh. Don't get me started. Yeah. On yeah. That
1: one.
2: <laughs> That's a whole nother topic. That's a whole topic. That'll be, be a meeting. whole
1: other episode for another, <laughs> another day.
2: <episode>. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know. Like I, like he, his team. Like they're really young, and yeah, it just kind of like seems like they're going through some issues right right now. So I think that it'll be close. But I got to go with, got to go with the Gators on this one. So this last one is Fake a. One. a yeah, it's a very, very personal one of, of, of mine, um, and I'm really ner- nervous about it. Like I'm kind of like we, we were saying at the beginning of the episode. Um, so who do you like um, with um, out of my out of out of the blue blue Cougs and the red Cougs?
1: Ooh, that's right, Cougs against Cougs. <laughs> I'm gonna take the Cougars of Houston. Really. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of an out there pick. I it looks like Houston's one and zero. Their only win is off is against Tulane, so it doesn't look like we know much about them. Um, I think maybe it, not that necessarily Houston's the better team. I'm just thinking maybe it could be a letdown game for BYU, especially going on the road. Um,
2: yeah. So I think I'm I'm going to take Houston on this one. I'm really nervous about, about this game because this is BYU's first road, road trip since the first game of the year when when we played Navy. Um, and there will be fans there okay. this time, which, like, not, not a full stadium, of, of course, but I'm, I'm just a little bit nervous because Houston has a lot of speed. They're a lot of speed, and our, de- our defense hasn't really had a lot of tests the last um, four, four games. They, um, they played teams that are far below where we're at yep. and I still think that that um, that we're we're a good a good team and that we're not overrated but I think mm-hmm. we haven't had a test though we haven't really had a team that can really test our our, our defense and our offense um, but I still like I like my guys in this game I think it'll be really close maybe like a one or two point game but I think, I, I I like my guys. I I gotta go with with the Blue Cougs. so
1: going with the Blue Cougs.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, now now we're on to the to the NFL. Um, there's some big games coming up this next week with the Texans, who just fired their coach and G- GM Bill O'Brien, which was a long time overdue, and in, in my opinion. <laughs> Um, and the and the Tennessee tight and the Tennessee Titans. What do you like out of this? This one, Jeff. I think on this one, I'm
1: gonna ride the Texans' momentum after their fire. I hope um, you know that gives them a little bit of juice. Now that they're they're going to be playing for somebody else. Um, the Titans. I mean, heck, let's see if this game even gets played with all the COVID stuff going on with them. Yeah, but I think I'm gonna take the Texans.
2: Um, this one's tough. I think I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the tit- Titans because the Texans are just a mess of an organization right now. <laughs> they might as well just tank and get uh and get and then and trade and trade trade Deshaun and get and get a and just get a high draft draft pick for for our guy Lawrence when he when he come, comes out. But he'll he'll likely be in Jets green. But I mean, they might as well make 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 a run run for it but it'll be interesting to see yeah they might as well try uh Mm. it'll it'll be interesting to see how they respond to their to their coach and their gm but it seemed like he wasn't really liked there so it'll be interesting um the next game is um the browns who by the way i i i called their on, on their win versus the boys you did that's right (laughs) and the and the uh and the Pittsburgh Steelers who do you like out of this this game Jeff I
1: like Big Ben and my boy Juju Smith Schuster in this one I'm taking the Steelers over the Browns I think the Browns get humbled in this game
2: I think so too I uh I think that the Browns are kind of riding high right now and they're feeling good about, about themselves. And I still don't think that they're there yet. I think that they're a decent team, but I just don't think that they're that they're there yet where they're ready to compete with one of the best teams. I think the Steelers are undefeated right now, right? And uh yes. Yeah. And so I just don't think that they're ready to, to compete with them. And I think the the Steelers win. Maybe not in a blowout, but it'll be real it'll be a, a, a nice good good win for them though so yeah and then see the next game we got the bears who just upset tom and and, and the bucks this last week which is pretty crazy <laughs> and, yeah and the carolina and, and the and the carolina Pan, panthers
1: i'm gonna take the bears in this one again i picked them for our last episode and they let me down. But they did just beat Tom Brady and the Bucks, like you said. So I'm gonna take the Bears.
2: Same. I've got to go go with the Bears. Like they're probably the worst four wait, are they four and one or three and one? I think they're four and one. But they probably I think they're four and one now. Yep. I think that that they're probably the worst four four and one team out there. But I still think that they win just because um, um, Car- Carolina Carolina is missing Christian Christian McCaffrey McCaff- Caff- 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 and they just I don't know they um, like they're really young and they like I think that they, have, that they have that they have some some good things going but I just I think I, I think the Bears get, get the win and then um, the next game we we got is a pretty big big one too it's the it's the pack it's the it's the it's the, it's the Packers and, and, the butt and the Buccaneers. Who do you like in this one, the Jeff? I'm going to go out on the limb
1: and I'm going to take Tampa Bay on hmm. um, this one. Uh, Tom Brady had the letdown game against the Bears. I think the Packers and Aaron Rodgers are feeling a little too overconfident, especially for the competition they've been playing. So I'm going to take Tom Brady and the Buccaneers.
2: I like that. I think that's a good pick, but I think I'm gonna I have to go with the with the pack. Um, but not
1: so fast. Not so
2: fast. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but I think that on that on that Aaron Rodgers is, is just playing out of his mind right now, and uh, I I really like how how he's playing because it seemed like um them them getting love in the in the draft this this year really like lit a, fi- a fire in him like just to prove he's not done and he's 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 got he's still got some more left in him so i think that um i think that 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 they that they get the win but i I think it'll be close jeff this is this is the game for you this is a a big game for the rams here we go down for, for for us i
1: oh man the game against the Giants was kind of a letdown, even though we got the W. Um, I'm thinking they're going to take care of business against Washington tomorrow morning. But then against the 49ers next week, I think the 49ers are still a little too depleted. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm thinking that Jared Goff is going to find that rhythm again uh, for this Rams offense with Coach McBay. And I think they're going to get the win
2: by at least – uh, fourteen to twenty points. I think so too. I I think that like I feel bad because because like, I like the Niners. Um, like that like they lost like I think it was all in one game, right? Like, um, and they lost Jimmy G and Nick yep. and Nick Bosa and who else did they lose? There was a couple other guys, right?
1: Was it Mostert that they lost
2: to? Yeah, yeah, they lost him too, and then. And then uh, my guy, my guy Ziggy, uh, they sign, signed him, and he tore his bi- and, and he tore, he tore his uh, his, bi- bi- his his bi- bicep this last week, and so he's out for the rest of the year. Freak. And so yeah, I think that they're that they're really depleted, and so I I like the Rams in this one too. I think the Rams win win pretty big. So, Jeff. I know that you're a big Pac 12 guy, specifically a USC guy.
1: Uh-huh.
2: And I think they, they, were, they were picked first to win the South, right? They got picked to win the South. Yep. So. Picked to win the South. Uh, oh, I think Oregon's picked to win it all, though.
1: Mm-hmm. because of their talent and depth that they're going to have a new quarterback and everything. But uh, yeah, it could be an interesting ride. I've actually seen some predictions where. Um, Washington State comes out of the north, too, like you were talking about last week. So we'll see what happens there.
2: Yeah. Um. Do you think that USC has a decent chance to upset on top, on top or, or, Oregon? Or do you think that Oregon is just, just when it's too, too good and that USC is just not there, there yet?
1: I think they do. I think USC has the offense to compete with Oregon defense, which is so weird to say. Hmm. Normally, it's we're talking about that. Oregon offense that outpaces everybody and runs, runs away from everybody. Now with a new quarterback, yes, they still have some skill positions on that team, or skill players on that team, but uh, I like USC's improved defense. Um, they were pretty young last year. They're a little more experienced coming into this year, and then our offense is dynamite, one of the top in the country. But hmm. so I do like our chances against Oregon. I um, It'll be a tough battle but I think I think my Trojans can get it done.
2: Hmm. Do you, do you think that they'll end up facing the on the decks in the Pac-12 Pac-12 championship game or do you think that I kind of hopes- hope they
1: don't. Well, I don't know. Um, if there's a chance that they can sneak into the college football playoff by playing Oregon, yes, I'll take it. Um, but we could avoid Oregon. I'd be okay with that too. Yeah. <laughs> Oregon's just a tough, tough opponent to play. I mean, I think Arizona State has will have something to say about it. I think maybe Stanford um, will be coming back off of a down year. Might be looking a little bit better, but yeah. It, when it's all said and done, I think it's going to be USC and Oregon
2: in the Pac-12 championship. I have to. I have to agree, agree with you on that. That one. I think that the Pac-12 was pretty cut cut and dry this year. The uh yeah. um there's all there's really this the two top teams. Um, and the all the other teams are like are fairly far far behind USC USC and, and Oregon. I think that they're that there could be some uh, some upsets and things like that, but I still think in in the end like that's who um, that's who's gonna come come out of it. All right, Jeff, I think that about wraps this uh part two episode up um do you have any closing things you want to say or like or a or a a guy that you want to highlight before we head out let's go Lakers let's go
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm hoping that the boys can get it done tomorrow just wrap this series up if they push it to a game seven that makes me freaking nervous because then the Lakers are going to be in their head Uh, Miami's going to have all kinds of momentum after back-to-back wins, so I'm thinking it's a do-or-die game tomorrow. Um, My shout-out would be shout-out, that's a good question. Shout-out to LeBron for just being awesome and playing and just being solid throughout the finals. I think a lot of people thought maybe Anthony Davis might sneak up and Win the finals MVP, but I think uh, if the Lakers could close it out tomorrow, I think it's going to be LeBron's trophy.
2: I think so too. I, I think the Lakers will 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 close close it out. I mean, I just don't think the Heat have much how much gas left left in the tank. It's been really awesome to see see them push it as far as they as far as they uh, they they have. It's, it's it's the Lakers to lose. Let's be honest. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they better not lose it. <laughs> <laughs> I have to I have to shout shout out my guys the, on the Cougs. I have to give them some some good vibes. They're winning right now. It's six minutes left in the set in the first half, and they're winning seven seven to, to three. So UTSA is giving them all all they got right now. There so, you um, go. On uh, some good good some uh, some good 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 vibes um to, to finish this this game out win it you know the best way they can blow, blow them out i hope and then uh then <laughs> roll into next week and get 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 the get the fifth w of the year next um next week and my top performer the of the w. Week, top performer of the week is uh who we were talking about a little bit earlier is is uh is is duncan is duncan robinson he was uh he was a <sighs> He was a three-point three machine in game game five last night. So I gotta get him Steph Curry-esque. Yeah. Seriously though. He really was. It's like he just knew that on that it was going going in the moment it left his hand. It was like it was like Steph. Yeah. Oh, I know. Oh, it's so frustrating to watch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank, thanks again for listening to to our episode. Well, we're gonna close this this one out. Remember to like and share when you listen to this episode, and give us and, and give us a a, a good rating. Um, and yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you guys next next week, Jeff. It's been awesome. Thanks, Ty.
1: We'll talk to you next week, man.